Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Hello and welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Curveball. I am your host, Curveball, and once again, I am joined by Shane Lowe, but this time, instead of talking about his developer side, we will be talking about his radio side. So Shane, hey, thank you for joining me. It's been a long time. Me. I've Absolutely. missed you. It's been a while. I Absolutely. Seen you for... Yeah, that's, that's great. Absolutely. Hey, man. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. So, I'm glad um, to hear it. I love the energy. I'm oh, feeling yeah. it. Oh, I love it. I love to talk to people and definitely love to talk about radio. So why don't you oh, hell yeah. basically yes, get in the informal side? Yeah. So why don't you get in and just uh, kind of tell everybody about how you got in radio and how long you've been in? Yes. So, OK, I'm going to put it in perspective for you. I am currently 20 years old, two zero. And at the age of 10, I started actually, you know what? I just started the podcast. I'm already lying to you. At the age of nine, I started uh, at my school. We had this little radio station. Um, it was really cool. It had like the old fashioned mixing desk soundboard. Um, it had a, a, a uh, what the heck is it called? It had one of those radio broadcaster um, transceivers that would broadcast up to one mile radius around it it was pretty neat and so we had this the, this radio station that we could run for the for the school campus and for the businesses um around the school and so my first real appearance on radio was there i was doing shows so i was going by at the time i was going by dj Coldcast. i thought that was the coolest radio name in the business and um i thought i was hot stuff and so i was i was mixing and uh streaming on air and i was doing that all the time and i was having a great time with it but uh i was into like hood rap at the time hardcore rap music and there, there were too many curse words to fly for a school radio station so after a while i had to step down i i was always into podcasting and recording though so i did podcasting for a couple of years um until i was 13 and then i joined the management of a radio station uh called grenade radio and i was with them for about four years I was doing communications there. I was doing a show there. Um, so I built up my my main talk show that I do called The Arcade. And um, in 2017, Grenade Radio closed down. It was um, it had a, a a legacy. You know, it was it was run by kids. You know, it was it was a really it it was a it was a stress relief. It was an outlet where where kids could be kids and just have a good time. And you know, the content was was kind of all over the place. Uh, but it was you know it was fun. Had a good time. And then uh, in 2018, I got a, I was I was approached by a big name in internet radio. David Dunphy reached out to me um, about uh, he he had heard that I was on Grenade and that I I uh, had you know dropped radio for about a year when Grenade went down, and uh, he was starting up a station in New York City, and he was like, hey, do you want to come on and do some content? And I was like, well after being in management for four years, I'd love to do content, but I'd also love to jump in on the management side. And so he brought me on as general manager of what was 195 The Globe uh, for about, I stayed with them um, for about a year and a half or so. 
just um, managing, directing. Uh, I had a show at the time that I was co-hosted with my man, Brian Ford. Shout-outs to Brian Ford out of Scotland. And after that, you know, after I, I, I stepped down from, from the globe um, because I wanted to pursue my own project. I wanted to build something from the ground up, my own. And so I called in my best friends, people I'd known for a long time, my fiance, friends of friends, just the tightest group of people with the best skills that I knew. And we started putting together what was designed to be still stress relief, still fun, still informal, um, but with a high quality standard. You know, we wanted to have fun, but we wanted it to sound good. We wanted it to be packageable and appealing for people to listen to. And so over the course of the next nine months, we developed what's called Venom Variation Entertainment, a network of original media. And that launched on November 1st, 2019. And we've been going ever since. Sweet. Now, when you first started in radio, were you always internet radio or were you in the, the AM, FM traditional? Because I know that a lot of blind people, and I just graduated from broadcasting school, but the problem with regular radio is a lot of stuff is touchscreen. So you can't just walk into a radio station as a blind person and work because of the touchscreen stuff. How did you start? Uh, I started on, um, so my, my first station, the one I was talking to you about from for out of my school was terrestrial. It was on FM. It was an FM frequency that you could tune into as long as you were in the radius of that transmitter. And so um, that one, we the soundboard and everything was actually accessible. You know, it uh, we put braille labels on it, anything that, that needed to be labeled. But for the most part, it was, you know, you'd remember the, the third dial from the left was your mic volume. The fourth dial from the left was your your music input volume and you had the switches and stuff. Super old fashioned, 90s, maybe even 80s technology. Um, and then once I got into the internet stuff, you know, it was all about uh, the, the technology. So all of that stuff is run software side uh, on my laptop. Absolutely. What software do you use? I use Station Playlist. Yeah, my man, Station Playlist all the way here. I got, I'm running a Station Playlist 5.4 Pro. It's a great piece of software um, that I use for all of my broadcasts. Also, they have, uh, if you, if you want to, you can use. Um, they have Station Playlist Creator, which designs playlists that can be played out in, in rotation. Very cool. Very cool. You yeah, know, they I just love came out with 5.5 for Creator as well as Station Playlist, right? Woo. Nice. Yes, they did. Yeah, they just, I know they just had an update to creator. I don't use my, my man, Brian, I was talking about earlier. He does the creator stuff and um, he's, he's really great uh, with all those, with all them fancy gadgets and now you're, um, I, studio side. Now your platform, what, what format is your platform and, and are you guys actually making any kind of money? Because I know it is tough and radio, especially with the, different mergers, but are you guys uh, actually making any money or getting any sponsors? Um, so the thing with the thing with Venom, Venom is, you know, as I mentioned, it's it's a very much a stress relief project. We're doing it because we're enjoying it. And it's, you know, it's it's fun. It's something that we can do in the in the evenings. And, and we have a, a really great lineup of shows. You can check it out at venom.fm. 
if you'd like um lots of stuff we're doing right now we've got a live music festival coming up um you can you can check that out at venom.fm slash sol for the venom.fm singing out loud festival um and the the long and short of it is you know we we are of course um you know this is a, a question that we get a lot um, because there are a lot of internet radio stations that try to skate by you know kind of under the wire we are legally licensed we work with bmi and other licensing exchange companies so that we are you know completely giving back to all of the artists that we're promoting and that we're playing um but currently we are working as not for profit so we're not really you know it's we, we we're offering um you know if you want to donate there's a there's a page we kind of keep it hidden because we don't like to ask too much money from our from our listeners it's mostly about camaraderie and giving people something that they can enjoy something they can rely on uh, a, a steady group of friends now are you guys on any apps as far as tune in or iheart or anything like that we're on a few of the streaming directories. What happened was, ironically, just as we were launching, TuneIn closed their submissions for new radio stations. So um, we uh, we weren't able to, to join uh, TuneIn, unfortunately. We're not on iHeart. Um, we're not, we are not, um, how do I say? Uh, we are more of the you know we take the underground radio network kind of approach um we have a lot of different channels we kind of we are kind of an all-inclusive network so we have what's called venom live that's our mainstream where you can hear all of the live content we got a lot of people doing shows all different times a day um, but then we also have streams for different genres all the genres we offer we have nine genre streams right now anything from classic rock to today's modern hits, to scores, to instrumental progressive rock. We're trying to hit those, you know, kind of niche markets, the things that you don't often you don't often see on mainstream radio, but that you still enjoy. What kind of following or listenership do you guys have? And, and how do you guys promote and, and advertise? Because obviously, even though you're not making money off of it, you still would like to get listeners. Of course, absolutely. We have we are we are really blessed, man. We have a great following. We have a lot of really cool people that come and hang out with us. Um, I mentioned the arcade, the uh, the talk show that I do. I've been running that for seven years now, and um, it's it's now on Venom every Sunday night, and uh, we have a great following for that. We have Facebook and Twitter. That's usually where we're posting our announcements. We are facebook.com slash venom live and also venom underscore live on twitter uh, most of our stuff we post on twitter we're really active and communicate a lot with people there um, that seems to be the platform that most of our listeners prefer so tell us about your talk show the arcade what is it about and and how has it evolved versus when you first started it up until now oh yeah absolutely so the arcade now, I'll tell you what it is now first. The arcade now is an anything goes group of friends sitting down having, it's like, it's like a weekly dinner that we have together. It goes, you know, we've had three hour shows. We've had seven hour shows. And what we do, you know, we talk about the issues of the day. You know, we, we, we covered the election last week. We talk about politics. We talk about all manner of things, religion, 
Um, but the goal, though, is that, you know, we're not all the same perspectives. So you're not all going to hear the Democratic side. You're not all going to hear the Republican side. Um, and we respect each other. You know, we're a group of friends. A lot of us have known each other for a long time. We have new people come in pretty frequently, too. So the, the goal is to support everyone, meet them where they are, and really grow and learn as people and respect the perspectives of other people. And what comes out of that is really honest, organic, vibrant conversation. We, we talk about a lot of stuff. We laugh a lot. Um, it's, a, it's a snapshot of history, you know, each week where we're talking about current events, we're talking about our lives. It's like you're sitting down with your, with your friends uh, for a night. We play games. Uh, we, we, each week we, uh, we have like a, a playthrough series. So we also play um, uh, different games. Right now we're playing The Last of Us 2, uh, which is a post-apocalyptic horror action kind of game. Um, and we play that uh, every week until we finish up the storyline. My man Drew Mochak is playing that game. Shout out to him. You can check him out on twitch.tv slash object in space. He's really, really good. And uh, he does a lot of the gameplay for us. Now, we, when I started the arcade seven years ago, I was really into gaming. You know, that's, that's why it's called the arcade. And so what I wanted to do with it at first was I wanted to do game reviews. I wanted to review new games on the market that were accessible for blind people. And most of us are blind on the show. We had we have a few sighted people coming in as well. Um, and so I started reviewing games on the show. Really formal. You know, I would talk about everything, how the gameplay worked, how the menus worked, like keystrokes, commands. I was teaching people how to play the game. And um, what would happen was I'd sometimes have special guests come on the show. Shout out to my, to my friends, Justin and Malik. They... Uh, I worked with them on Grenade Radio and um, they would come on the show most often, you know, as as fellow managers and close friends of mine. And they would, you know, they, they would distract me, you know, their, their banter. They would add this funny banter to the game review and they would just throw me off task because I was trying to do this really serious, you know, explanation. And, and they'd be cracking jokes and, and being funny and stuff. And so over the course of probably the first year of the show, it was kind of me battling with the guests and the listeners who were trying to make, you know, comedy out of it and, and, uh, you know, just being funny. And after a while I realized like, why am I fighting my market? These are the people that are listening to the show. They want to have fun. And so I, I relaxed it a lot. You know, I was like, okay, we can, we can play games still. We can, we can have a good time playing games and talk about the games and how they work, but let's also add in sections where we talk and have fun. And, uh, and just chat with each other and and really get to hear each other's perspectives on air and, and just share that experience together. And um, we were able to, to do that and it manifested really well. That's when the show really took off and started growing a, a big following. You know, I now work with, you know, people will launch products on the arcade uh, because of the following. And we're, we're really grateful for that. I used to say like, I don't under, I don't know why anybody listens to us. We're just a bunch of friends messing around. And then one day I uh, I missed an episode. I asked uh, my 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 good friend Emily. Shout out to her. She's the she is the assistant to the regional manager on uh, Venom. And I asked my my friend Emily if she would cover the show for me because I couldn't make it. I was on a flight, and I landed early, 
and my fiance Precious and I were were listening to the show that Emily was hosting, the episode of the arcade. And I finally realized why why people listen to my own show. Cause you know, I was like, I don't understand why anybody listens to it before. I was just enjoying the ride that everybody was enjoying it. Until I listened and realized it's about camaraderie. It's about fellowship and friendship. If you're lonely on a Sunday night, if you don't have something to do, or if you want to hear about other perspectives and, and be open-minded, if you just want to have a good time and listen to people chat in your living room, it's like a party every Sunday night. We all have just a really great time. And um, the the vibe, the the spirit of that has been evolving and, and only growing for seven years. So it's a, it's a ton of fun. Absolutely. I definitely plan to check it out. Um, Very cool. Thank you. With, with the mergers and different downsizes in radio here in, in the past uh, few years or recent future or recent past, how do you feel radio has changed and what advice would you give somebody trying to get in radio? Because as you and I both know, it's a tough business. Absolutely. I have a good friend um, who's in mainstream radio. Shout outs to Label as well. I'm just dropping names all over this thing. I uh, <laughs> I think it depends on what you're in to do for radio. I love radio with a passion, but you're absolutely right with the mergers that have, that are happening. You know, I'm seeing more and more recording and less and less live action happening on radio. You don't really see the spontaneity on iHeartRadio. You see the corporate media marketing strategies. You know, you really see the big business, the industrial side of the music business and the radio business on platforms like iHeartRadio. And for some people, you know, that's that's really what they're into. And I am, you know, I I dabble in the in the music industry and in the press um, here and there, you know, in, in different podcasts that I've done and, and things like that. And so, you know, I have, I have a lot of respect for those people, but at the same time, that kind of heavily, heavily marketed, heavily, um, I, don't, I don't know, condensed maybe is, is, I don't know if condensed is the right word, but it's really, it, the, the content has been very, very, tailored to where there's no spontaneity there's just um pure psychological marketing behind it and that's not the kind of radio that that i really want to be a part of i miss the live morning shows that you could tune into 10 or 20 years ago and you could hear mistakes happen you could hear interviews live as they were going out and call in and ask questions i would watch radio i, I would i would watch these interviews from the 1980s with with John Bon Jovi or, or, you know, with Brian Adams. And, and I'd hear these guys just talking to people on the phone and I'd hear people just organically call in and, and the hosts were, they had to be on their toes. They had to be so clever because you never knew what was going to happen. And uh, I don't want to burst anyone's bubble, but th the truth is, is now that on a lot of this mainstream, these mainstream platforms like iHeart, most of those call-ins that you get, they sound so perfect and they, they sound, so precise because they've been scripted they they're not actually yeah the rule calls. was the rule was when we went to school is that you do not take a live call you edit it and do what you need to do with it yep yep absolutely and a lot of those are, are scripted you know I, I i i'd hear shows you know i i've known radio hosts who would just 
record a call with their with their girlfriend or whatever and and say you know say that that it was a listener and i you know sometimes i'd be listening to radio with my family and they would say wow how did they get that call so perfectly live and i'd, I'd have to say no that's that's not live that's not that's not real and um for me i i really prefer that organic feeling and so that's kind of what venom is it's that organic everything happens live you know we we do the we you know we we we're really we have a lot of really competent audio people again shout out to malik shout out to brian um a lot of really great people doing that stuff shout out to our, our network guy simon who does a lot of really amazing audio stuff um and we do produce that kind of content that you know that is really precise really tailored really edited but that's for certain things you know commercials promotional info um you know we have that processional or sorry that professional high quality sound but when we're live on air when the mics are on that's that's all live that's all authentic and so my advice to people when you when you want to go into radio is think about what you want to go into radio for if you want 50,000 people to listen to you every morning. That's the way you go. You go the corporate mainstream way. If you want to be, you know, really raw, really authentic, if you want to get everything across and and it's and it's more about the message and more about the content that you that you put out, um then maybe consider a smaller route where you've got a little bit higher degrees of freedom. Those are my thoughts. What do you think about this in in ra- in radio yourself? What do you, what do you think about this perspective? I, I think in the smaller markets, you will have more control. Oh, yeah. In the bigger markets, um, it's voice tracked. Now, speaking of that, you guys say you do live shows and you got several friends on your talk show. How do you manage that? How do you guys connect and get on at the same time? Absolutely. Yeah, that that's all remote stuff. Um, sometimes I, you know, I have, um, you know, we'll, we'll, some, somebody will, will visit someone. And so they're in the same room. But most for the most part, it's all remote. Uh, and so we get together on a, a platform called Team Talk. It's a really great conferencing platform. And um, from there, you know, we can adjust everyone's levels individually, you know, I, as, as the host. And I can run them through software called Virtual Audio Cable into Station Playlist to where we can have a show with anywhere from two to two people remotely to 15 people remotely. And, and that's happened before, 15 people in all different places on, on the show. And... Um, we can make it work with team talk. I definitely know so... about team talk and I definitely oh, yeah. will remember so that if, if we ever need to do. Yes, absolutely. Um, tell us about any upcoming projects uh, that you guys are working on there at Venom. So the listeners can know. Yeah, about absolutely, them. man. We've got our singing out loud festival coming up. That's going to start December 7th with the live content. Um, and what that is, is um, singing out loud is you could go it's popular choice. You vote on who you want to hear. So you can go to venom.fm slash S-O-L, singing out loud. And um, you can vote for who you want to hear perform. And we will put together sets from those artists that you vote for. And they will uh, be aired live. And we'll put out a schedule on December 1st. So you have until December 1st, 2020 to get your votes in. And then the festival runs December 7th through the 13th. We have... Um, coming up in the summertime in July, it's VCon 2021. It's the first one that we're doing. 
It's going to be an all live in-person convention where the Venom staff are going to all get together. We're going to have a great time and, and um, do lots of different things. We're going to do restaurant reviews. We're going to have live jam sessions because most of us are musicians, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, speaking of musicianship, every the, usually the first Wednesday of every month, um, except for this month, except for November and December, um, we have a jam session where anyone can come on Team Talk. We we talk together. We we take turns, and everyone performs and, and can play songs. Those things tend to go anywhere from six to eight hours. So you can come in and, and jam and play music. It's a really supportive fun environment and you can also go to venom.fm slash jam and check out prior episodes of the the jam sessions and there's just a lot of regular content that's really really amazing on on venom you know um people i've mentioned already emily uh that our our general manager has a show called the retrospectrum where she does themes each week you know she could do um songs with body parts in the title or songs with names in the title and, and these different things. She does these amazing shows. Um, Brian does several really great shows. Him and I collaborate on a show called Metal Amped on Thursday nights where we review new rock and metal albums uh, before they are released in the United States. A lot of fun. We got a new some new guys in that are really, really good. My man, Jimmy Steele, every Wednesday night. Right now, actually, at the time of recording, he's doing it right now. He does a talk show called Talk About It where he talks about current events or other interesting topics in politics or science or the military. Um, so many amazing people we, we could shout out really, honestly, everyone does incredible things uh, on this, on this network. And I'm so grateful to work with all of these people, a lot of really incredible stuff happening. And of course, if you want to check out all of that stuff, please, please, please go to venom.fm slash shows. That's if there's one, if there's one, thing on venom that i want you to check out it's all of the shows from all of the amazing people that i get to work with because these guys are are really incredible drew our gamer does a show called thought food every sunday where he he plays content that is thought provoking sometimes it's a movie sometimes it's an audio drama and we talk about the relevance of that and the the content of that it's really fun um just just there's so much amazing content that there that i could talk about it all night so go to venom.fm and, and just check out uh, what we have because these guys do amazing stuff definitely sounds like you guys are doing it big over there on venom is Thank there you, anything brother. else that absolutely is there anything else that we haven't touched on that you would like to touch on before we yeah, go yeah man if uh well you uh curveball if you want to join us or if anyone out there listening wants to join us there's a link on our website uh, where you can fill out an application and we'd love to talk to you about your content what you might want to do and we'd love to work with you so if you want to do a show or produce some content with us if you want to work together to make some stuff that people are really going to care about then feel free to go to venom.fm as well and click on that join us link in the menu and uh, we'd love to work with you we'd love to make connections and uh, have a good time our audience is really open to new stuff so it'd be a lot of fun absolutely and i definitely know a lot of djs working at blind cafe radio as well as g-spin radio i'm not familiar with those all right ladies and gentlemen yeah they are um blind cafe radio is a variety music station and g-spin radio is like a top 40 uh and i do r&b and motown and gospel shows on those stations oh, g-spin cool. radio is 
absolutely. G-Spin Radio, gspinradio.com. And uh, Blind Cafe Radio is blindcafe.net slash radio. And um, yeah. And venom.fm. Right there along with it. Yeah. So you guys definitely check them out. Make sure you spread those links and please rate and review after listening. Shane, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure, man. It's been an absolute blast to be here with you two times in a row. Looks like we're keeping in touch. Let's keep it up, brother. This was a great time. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.